with great power comes great responsibility. Alexis, which queen has the group chosen to get the chop? The group has spoken, and the queen chosen to get the chop is... Pandora Box. Oh. But wait, Rue. I have another lipstick. What? The group have also chosen Jen. Wait, what? It's a tie. What? Okay, well, for the first time in Drag Race history, we have a group vote tie. All Star rules state that in the event of such a tie, the power of elimination returns to the top All Star of the week. There's some bullshit here. Trinity K. Bonet, will you please step forward? With great power comes great responsibility. Which queen have you chosen to get the chop? The queen that I chose is one of the most talented individuals that I have had the honor to work with. And my sister and my fave, Jane. Oh, but wait, Colin. But wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got two lipsticks. <laughs> bitch, I got two free lipsticks. <laughs> uh, I got two free lipsticks, bitch. <laughs> uh. I mean. I'm going to go paint now. Bye. <laughs> Mrs. Mateo came out of retirement mm. to surprise the kids at show and tell. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Paul has someone for show and tell. It's Mrs. Mateo. Uh, this, th I was not expecting this. It was gag. It was phenomenal. I mean, in terms of television, in terms of television, in yes. terms of Shakespearean twists, this mm. was like, I love on so many on levels, so many levels. Colin, on so on many so levels, so many levels. Yes. It was like, this is so brilliant. This is such a goop and a gag. And I just, I love that poor Trinity. It was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I love that she's like, I know. Now I now it's on me. And it was just, I, I loved it. I loved the reaction shots from the girls in the back. I, it was, it was such a twisty, turny moment. And obviously for Miss Jan, it was just the full, a full dancer in the dark treatment, fully and completely and thoroughly. I, I don't really know if I agree with that because I, I mean, yeah, I just don't go there for this. But I get it, what you mean. Like they're all just kind of beaten down on jail. It was like, oh, and you thought you were safe? Just kidding. Yeah. Like not only did yeah. she go home, they gave her an opportunity to think that she was safe, and then it was like, right. oh wait, just kidding. Now you're not sure again. Oh no, now it's up to Trinity. Oh, now you are going home. It was just. This this right. was I, I don't think we've seen a queen jerked around like this maybe ever. I I don't think so either. Yeah, uh, but part of me wonders like Jan can handle it, you know, or they were like, 
yeah, Jan will be fine. You know, she she can do this. And <laughs> I, so, I think they, know, were, they wouldn't do this to Pandora. Well, no, you know? but I don't think it was because they were like, oh, Jan can take this. I mean, I think they knew that this they've already seen what kind of television they get when Jan doesn't get her way. Yes, that's right. Yeah, this isn't like, ah, she's tough enough. That doesn't I don't think that exists in this world. I there was one shot that I loved and it was when RuPaul is like, oh, well, you know, all-star rules say that the top all-star gets to pick now. And then there's the shot of Trinity kind of looking like the girl from the ring with her head yes. down. But but I love this. Kylie is right next to her, kind of like looking over from above. Mm -hmm. I think leering is the wrong word, but it's kind of like she's just like peering over. It's this like expected like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh and I love the drama of that moment. Um, and then, yeah, she comes She comes down. And after, I do love, in wonderful Trinity fashion, I want you to know that I look up to you. You are so talented. Stay on 110. Don't ever come down. I'm like... I know. Trinity was like, Selma, your glasses. Here's your glasses. <laughs> I missed what you... I didn't understand what you <laughs> That's said. That's from Dancer in the Dark when she gives her her glasses at the end. Oh, it wasn't my girl. Okay. No, no. Because uh, there's, there's no, a dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I gotta say, this is. Uh, this is. Uh, I was not expecting this. This TV moment was for the bar. You know, like I went and saw this live, and it was. It was. Oh, and ah, mm -hmm. and no. It was that at one after another. And because, you know, Pandora gets picked, Mary, there were people that were like, whoa, right? Including RuPaul, who's like, oh, right? And I, even though, you know, she knew. <laughs> she knew right. It was I mean, um, not one of RuPaul's best acting moments. Like, what? <gasps> I mean, it was like, okay, come on, Ru. Like, right. but, but to send Pandora home before Snatch Game and, you know, there was an expected kind of run for Pandora, I think, coming back for her third time, um, you know, expecting, you know, she's kind of owed something because of the what happened on All Stars 1. And, you know, she was she's such a legend. And for then she goes home. It's like, wow. And then the gag. Right. Alexis Mateo. Um, it was it was a big moment. And, uh, you know, good TV. It was great. I, I mean, I also feel like in the larger scheme of things, it makes perfect sense to have, I mean, I, I'm putting my money on with next week being snatch game that Pandora is going to then win snatch game. Like they wouldn't, if we are, if there is some idea that Pandora is being, you know, treated with kid gloves or being spared a little bit this season, surely it, it's to lead up to like, and finally what we've all been waiting for since season two, Pandora rightly wins snatch game, you know, like that's such an all-stars move. And I'm, mm. I just feel like why wouldn't they have that happen? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, Mary, I'm thinking about the uh, Trinity. I think will be weak in snatch game just because her Nicki Minaj was not very strong. Um, I'm thinking of who else would be weak Probably. Uh, in Snatch Game. My expectation is that this is where we're going to see Kylie. Sonique falter. And I don't think okay. she'll... I think I would, I would not be surprised if she was in the bottom two, but would be obviously spared because of her track record. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so maybe... So you think Trinity's going home next? No, I mean, I am expecting Trinity to go to the finale. 
you know, Jan was talking oh, this week okay. about a top four, which I, by the way, I was like, oh, we're doing a top four this season? Uh, and I... They did a top four last season and the season before. Or maybe not last season. They didn't season, do it last season. Season four. They did it for season, season four. four there were four. Yeah. Um, and then obviously for season three, there was a top two. <laughs> but... Uh, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if there's a top four, I mean, I think Trinity's definitely going to be in the top four. I could even see a world where Pandora is kind of a, like, top four, but, like, fourth place top four, you know? I don't, I, I, uh, we started this episode talking about Jen, now we're talking about Pandora. Uh, I, I think Pandora is, is not going to make it far. I just don't see that happening with this edit. I don't see her kind of pepping up but i do hope that she does well in snatch game because that's kind of like her lane but she has the most to lose i think of tatiana yeah i just tatiana I, went home on her snatch game yeah i just think that like this story they're kind of like this is such a drag race story to have someone be like you know uh crying about not you know feeling free to you know speak up and and you know feel self-love like there's a sort of like oh pandora's having kind of an act two arc you know what i mean mm. i don't know how long the arc's gonna last but she's having an arc and an act two arc right now i and when i think about trinity making it to the end like i could totally see a manila luzon elimination where somebody's like yep sorry trinity i i wonder i wonder if the girls this season because it seems like everyone is playing it very clean is very concerned about track record is very concerned about like you know potentially looking shady i who do you think would pull that kind of move of, of who's left? Not who's waiting in the pork chop loading dock, but who's still left in the main game? I I don't know. Um, I just, I think being a robbed queen is is a fine way to end on the season. If you're not going to win, you know? Yeah. Well, I I feel like Trinity is, I, I would not be surprised to see her in the finale. I, it just feels like I hope so. there is, I mean, and you never know. I mean, now. I mean, two wins. And you if know. you look back, if you base her track record now and her season track, six track record, it's like, well, she was in the bottom for the acting challenge in season six. She was in the bottom in the musical in season six. So like, she's definitely proven all those wrong. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see if she just destroys Snatch Game. Trinity? Yeah. I'm Oh, I would love well, I'm it. Just saying, you're America. saying her Nicki Minaj was weak in season six. It's like, yeah, but she was also weak in these other challenges in season six that she then won or excelled in this season. So mm-hmm. I wonder how that how that will happen, you know, translate from season six snatch game to all star six snatch game. I see I I I would be very surprised if Ginger didn't win. Eureka doesn't have a win yet. I I could see Eureka winning. But if I'm gonna guess, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be Ginger or Raja in the top for yeah. Snatch if, Game. If this it's week. not, yeah, for Snatch Game. If Pan, if what I'm saying happens with Pandora, kind of like do, they're pulling a Tatiana on Pandora. I don't know. Yeah, my my cards. My I'm I'm expecting she'll that'll be her win. You know, it's kind of like everybody leaves with something. Like Jan got a win before they did all this. You know, or in the midst of all this, like right. Um, We'll see. I am so happy for TKB, Mary. Like, I can't tell you. I, when she said two wins, I snapped. Like, I, I I, can't tell you how relieved I am that she's, that 
people are seeing her talent and that she's really shining on this season. I was worried. This was not what I was expecting for Trinity either. I honestly was thinking, oh, it'll be nice to see her, but she'll probably go home in the first two episodes and it'll be kind of a bummer. And it'll just be like, oh man, you know, failure to launch. But this has been... It's just been it's been so good to see. Uh, and and again, if we're going to talk about season six, I love how much she is like we're seeing a, a, re- a true transformation from season to season. Unlike other queens where it's like, oh, more of the same. Cool. You know, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, with Jan, we saw more of the same, you know, yep. just to kind of like put a bow on Jan here. You know, she's God. It was it's like a death wish. I don't know why these queens say this. Maybe. I don't, I don't think she believes this, really. She's like, oh, yeah, they sent me home because they think of me as a threat. Does she really believe that? Is that what she just says? I, I I don't, I can't, except for maybe Manila, I can't think of a time when a queen was sent home because they all thought she was a threat. Or if right. queens were criticizing a, another queen because, oh, they just see me as a threat. Like, I can't think of any examples of where where a queen said that and she was right. I just can't. The editors did Jan dirty. I mean, to add that in at the end. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was sweet. I like that she was like, yeah, I want to see more of me. Like, sure. Um, The Jantasy is real. But it was very Alexis Michelle uh, when Sasha laughed in her face. Right. Which is like, oh, yeah, I know. It's because, you know, you think you're threatened by me. And then Sasha laughs in her face. It just reminded me of that moment. Not to mention that Jan on the runway looked very much like Alexis Michelle. Oh, yeah. This week, it did have very much an Alexis Michelle feel to it, where it was like, yeah, yeah, I I could see the family resemblance. But, you know, there was also a sense in the kind of mini Untucked when Jan was talking to the group, where certainly the editing showed as she was kind of making her case of why she wanted to stay. I don't think anyone was really buying it. But it was also like, well... Oh, they showed that. Yeah, Yeah. but it's like she'd been in the bottom three times. And I think there is... So, I mean, there's one thing about like, oh, like Pandora's flaws or faults this this week in terms of not being a dancer, but like trying to overcome it. That's one thing. I think there's something different when someone's like, when, I mean, I don't think this is all on Jan, but I think that sense of like, I'm just, I don't know what mark I'm supposed to hit. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. I think when it becomes an identity crisis, then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is, there's no over- overcoming this, you know? Right, right. It's clearly the show is trying to put you into a character that you don't want to be. You know, and I got to say, Jan went home on her season during a singing Madonna challenge. She goes home on a girl group challenge. They're painting a very specific opinion about Jan in terms of the editing. I have to say it. Well, Jan didn't go, go home on the Madonna Rusical. What did she go home on? It was... Oh, she, well, she didn't win. She didn't right, win. Right, right. You're right. You're, um, right. You're right. You're I don't remember what she went home on that season. That feels like a very long time ago. But uh, <laughs> what it was... I'll look it up. Yeah, it was sometime talking. during the pandemic, and I remember she had a black dress on. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is something about, like, oh, this was a girl group challenge, and, you know, Jan should have aced it, and... I think that the performance was all there, but they even kind of make the point of showing RuPaul saying, you know, you're a professional and all that, but the performance lacked soul. I'm curious your opinion, because I, from what I saw, and the camera doesn't lie, it kind of did lack soul for me. And she's not the only one, but it was a little flat for me. So 
Well, first of all, just to answer the question, she went home on Droop, which is when they were selling products. Jan's uh, was called Suredran, oh. and it was a personal style spray. Right. Oh, yeah. And it was just too much. It was too much Jan. Once again, just too much Jan. Yeah. She was in the bottom with uh, Widow. Right. Uh, and they lip synced against the Shaka Khan song. And, yeah, and it, it was, was yeah. yeah. And Widow ruined that song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. In the best That's way. That's what I mean. Yeah, like for anybody yes, else okay, in the world to ever perform. Yeah. Right. Including Shaka Khan, <laughs> right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> to be totally honest, it was that good, I remember. <laughs> Um, so here's my thought. Well, let's just jump into this uh, this big big old challenge, especially Jan. And let me, or we could just talk about Jan. But- we never talk about Jan. We should finally talk about <laughs> Jan. This, like this this episode. I think we should finally put the spotlight on Jan. Sure. So sure, Jan. So Koozie. All I all I have to say, Mary, is that Jan wasn't allowed to sing. And I think that that was like a huge, like even the last note, they probably were like, Jan, don't go up high. You've done that before. And so she did it like down in a lower register. I, it's just odd to me that, you know, I think um, at the end of Raja's verse, she's, you know, she sung lead the way. Right. And I think that like, that was a little bit of singing. And then Jan was allowed like one note at the end, but for Jan to not be allowed to sing for this challenge I think was on the level of Katya uh, playing Princess Diana kind of thing. I mean, you. I mean, she's a singer. She like this is what she does, and you're like, oh no, no, but you got to rap. And but everybody I had hear to rap. What you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a little different. No, like- no, no. I know, I know. But on normal challenges, you know, you can rap or sing. Yeah, I th- yeah, this was definitely essentially like the season six rap challenge. Like the idea was you are doing uh, a rap to the song um, versus which is not how it was kind of set up. I just keep going back to this. It's like, OK, we need like, a you know, an anthem, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's just weird that they were that they were forced to rap. You know, I don't know. It's never I don't know. It's only been like that with Oh No, She Better Don't. So I guess mm-hmm. I guess in a sense I can I, I see I see your point. I mean, you know, I think an interesting example of where it was a little in between singing and rapping was Ginger. I felt like Ginger and you would know this mm. better than I would, but there was something about it that sounded like a modern musical style. Like there was something about it that I was like, Oh, you sound like you're on Broadway in something written in the last five or ten years, you know? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh it's like now the haters all pissed, right? Like yes, yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And so I felt like that she found, and and that seemed. I think that's obviously in her wheelhouse. But she found a way to kind of do it her way to Rex Harrison it, where she couldn't actually rap. You know, the problem with Jan's verse is that it was it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. It was issue. a little yeah. obnoxious, you know. And she looked great. She had some energy, um, but it was also first. You know, so it and it it kind of brought things down, and then Pandora was oh, after boy, um, and so you're just kind of like yikes. But um, I I don't know. I think that they should have allowed Jan to sing, and I think that might be why she was kind of muted. Um, I do think I, that I, the lyrics know? were a big issue. Like I I because to me the the rapping actually wasn't like the bigger issue. It was more of like well, I think that you know they obviously point this out, and they have Eureka's talking head. We're like, well, this 
you're talking about how great you are and how much you love yourself and how peppy you are, but like that's not actually what this is about. And I think the fact that everyone else seemed to get that, actually Eureka is a great example of someone who mostly talked about herself, but then found a larger message in it. I think we never mm. got like, okay, Jan, what's it have to do with me, you know, or the person listening, you know? Yeah, no, it was... Uh... She didn't read the brief too closely. It, um, she was like, and, oh, I got to an answer yeah. to this thing that's happening this season. I got to, you know, she was taking the most recent beat versus like, what is this? This isn't about you proving, the, you know, this isn't about you leaning into being peppy. Like, get over that storyline, you know? Right, right. I do wonder what, you know, what RuPaul would have said to Jan if she asked Jan to read her lyrics like Trinity got that feedback right because mm-hmm. jan just talked about the spice girls um and you would think like oh jan you're gonna be fine for this challenge because you're a singer and you're in a girl group but then you know it's like well but you have to write a rap right Sorry, jan. and i think all the things like rupaul like says like you know you got all the steps like everything was in place it just wasn't oh it's very rosé yeah it just felt like she was absolutely like, you're a professional you're perfect and I hate it. Yeah, you know? and it lacked soul. And this was essentially like telling Scarlett oh, she it. made her uncomfortable. I was like, put the toe right. tag on her, girl. You know, <laughs> like it's, do- yeah. it's over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, she must have known. I mean, but also what's interesting, because then you go to Pandora's critique and it was like, dancing is not your forte, period. Right. There wasn't a question mark. Mm-hmm. And it it seemed a little kinder. Right. To be like, well, you know. Dancing's not really your thing, though. Oh, Almost yeah. like as if there's a though at the end. Yeah, like, oh, well, we can we can make an exception because we know this isn't your thing. I mean, right. I think that I think we were we very much saw selective parts of Pandora's performance. I think of oh, my in God. terms of in the group, mm-hmm. I think they definitely tried to conceal that it was not on par with everybody else. Uh, from at least from what I, I saw, saw. I, and, and I even saw mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even yeah. what they she did looked, show. She looked great. She looked great. I could see she was putting on that pageant smile, and but it was clear that, uh, yeah, she was not doing these movements uh, at the same time as the rest. You know, there was there was an element to her look that was like, you know, it was like, oh, is this what you wanted Joe Black to do? You know what I mean? With the pink H&M dress. Is this what you guys were looking for? Because it, essentially, like, it, it wasn't much more than Joe Black's H&M dress. It just had more sparkles on it, you know? Mm. Um, well, I think RuPaul did say that. Like, well, you got to put some sparkles on it, right? Doesn't she say right, like that? Right, right. Yeah, you better bedazzle the fuck out of that thing. But yeah, I, right, so I was like, right, is, this, right, right, right. is this what you're looking for? Uh, <laughs> but then I thought that, yeah, Pandora... The dancing aside, I I was still surprised that everything else about her performance was still so muted. And I think at a certain point, you know, like Raja even says in a talking head, I don't know what's holding her back. And I, I feel like, you know, I can, I can get together with the idea that some people are just quieter, you know, Cameron Michaels, but at a certain point, it's like, when is that becoming like, why are we lowering the bar then? Like, I'm all for people being quiet, but like, you you're doing a you're doing a song on RuPaul's Drag Race like you know it's a bowl of fun soup I I think yeah I I, I was confused by Raja's statement though when she said that and because it it came right after Pandora told us why she's holding back 
Yeah, I mean, I think because, well, Raja says it in the talking head and Pandora says it in the scene. So that's some interesting editing. But I, I don't know. There is a part of me that feels like there's, there's holding back in terms of like talking in the room and like big personalities and Eureka being really loud. And then there's holding back in the performance where you're like given the spotlight. You know what I mean? Like I could understand like Cameron Michaels is a great example of this was really quiet in the room with everyone. But when it came to performing, she came to life. And I think that's right, why right. it wasn't an issue. What we see with Pandora is, well, you're kind of quiet in the workroom. And now we have this really the story. Why? But then you're kind of quiet in the performance. And it's like, so what's that about? You know? I uh, she yeah she lacked the the thing is is that she lacked compared to everybody else that followed I would say Mm -hmm. she even lacked she lacked energy compared to Jan absolutely right Mm -hmm. Uh, and I found that more damning than the lyrics and Pandora's lyrics weren't good I mean to Michelle's you know ears it was correct she was like you said ha 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 for about four bars it's like and what was that about? And we already kind of saw you do that in your song in the talent show. So, like, we get you do this stuttering thing. That's great, you know? Um, right. Ha ha, bitch. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it was interesting, RuPaul, because she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put a message behind being ridiculous. It's like, RuPaul should have said, oh, Pandora. <laughs> yeah. It, it's clear the bottom two, for sure, was Pandora and Jan. Um, I think... You know, the runway doesn't count. And uh, it's very clear. I mean, I got to say, I'm going to say two things. I thought Eureka's verse was almost as good for me as TKB's. I Um, agree. And and I cannot believe that she got away with that runway. I was really surprised because it was it was really simple. I thought. I thought I lo- I, it was cute, but I thought normally this is not enough on RuPaul's Drag Race. And I- well, for a regular season, I think she could have gotten away with something like that because it's camp. But this is All Stars, and Trinity just walked down the runway. Uh, yeah, it, it really. I mean, even Raja's, which was pretty simple, still had a lot. I think more nuance than this. Mm. This was mm-hmm. it was cute looking, but I thought this just doesn't. This just isn't enough. I don't know. She was wearing a bodysuit. She wore a bodysuit in the challenge mm-hmm. and on the runway. I was just surprised that they kind of let, that they didn't read her look. And it just goes further into my idea that the runway really doesn't count because uh, because they brought it from home. You know, that it's just not mm-hmm. fair. So part of me is like, sure, yeah, d- let, just let the runway go. And man, you got to call this out. You called out um, Vanjie, you know, yeah. uh, for having all of those uh, bodysuits with the same silhouette, right? So it's just, it's, and you know, uh, but maybe they're changing their ways. So I do appreciate that. And at least say something. Yeah. At least say something. Well, and it, and it feels in some ways, like if you really think about it, and maybe it's, it's something to notice on a rewatch, is Eureka has kind of felt like an afterthought all season. In terms mm. of like, I don't, I don't remember her. I mean, she's never been in the bottom. She's never been in the top. Uh, and if she's been in the bottom, I was never worried about her leaving. Uh, it, it's like she's never got. I don't know. Like, it, I feel like for a while it was like, oh, they don't really know what they're doing with Akiria. I feel like, well, they really don't know what they're doing with Eureka. Right. Yeah. I. It. 
it seems like in Untucked she was talking about that with Ginger. So we'll see how that kind of unfolds. Mm-hmm. We'll see how well she does in uh, Snatch Game. I mean, time's ticking, Eureka. You know. Yeah. Um, I let's let's scale back. Let's kind of go back a little bit. Um, if you don't mind, sure. Um, talk about kind of the the beginning of this episode. Not that there's much, but I just want to make sure that we cover it. Um, first of all, I just want to mention that I appreciated the two Sister Act references in this episode, and there might even be a third if you adjust the movement during the challenge. But there were two. The first was given by Jan when she said, "Come and join the chorus, the mighty mighty chorus," and then by Raja when Raja says, "Oh, she'll take the top." And I'll take the bottom, uh-huh. which is also a Sister Act 2 reference. And I was just living my queer little fantasy. It's so funny you mention that because I also had a note about a Sister Act moment, but this was when they were encouraging Pandora to dance. And that felt <laughs> the music got like, I mean, listen, I took off my robes. I don't know why. Teacher said, take off my robes. So I did. Wait, you mean joyful, joyful? Like a bum, uh-huh. bum, bum, uh-huh. bum, bum. And then the mom And then it all kind of like. With the purse. Uh-huh. It yeah. all kind of like happened. It just got very sister act. And I thought, oh, Pandora, you're like the little white girl in the chorus, you know? And it was, um, <laughs> I guess you're Jennifer Love Jennifer Hewitt. Love Hewitt. Jennifer yes. Love Hewitt. Yes. Not to be confused with Sonique Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller. Yes. Lang. Geller, yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no. Okay, so you you saw that. There's also a movement during the challenge. Uh, during Sister Act 2, during Joyful Joyful, there's this part where they go, um, whoa, whoa, what have you done for him lately? Mm-hmm. Fans of that movie will understand that move that I'm talking oh. about with the arm behind that's waving a fart away kind of thing. Well, you know. It's a very famous move. I, I'm pretty sure it's like a Janet Jackson type of move, right? But uh, they did something like that during the challenge, during the lyrics, um, uh, oh, ooh, I tell you what, like right at the end. I know exactly what you're talking about. It is the, um, they were doing, I think I called it, I did not call it waving a far away. Obviously, that's not what I would call it. Well, that's not what they were doing. They were doing that in Sister Act. No, no, but it's similar. It's similar. It was tiered headache dancing because they were each on a tier of the step. And it's the, for- the hand on the forehead. It's tiered headache dancing. It's I loved it, and they- and it was all tiered. Oh, that's the most important part. It was so good. I wanted more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Oh well, I can't wait to talk about the background dancing and during the challenge. But uh, before we get there, I have to say I can't believe it's taken us this long to recognize that whenever at the start of the episode when they're going to look in the box. Now I'm just like, what's in the box? Mm-hmm. Show me what's in the box. And I think it would be a gag if they opened the box and it was Darien Lake's head. Oh. <laughs> I would. Or if it was Vivacious's head. Either way, I'd be gagged. Well, yes. The, the next week is Vivacious. Right. And then the third week, because, you know, everything comes in threes. It's it's like a mold of Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. <laughs> Wasn't there another queen who had a head in a box a different season? Yes. Who was yes. the other queen? Uh, you're right. Uh, it was a recent season. It was a recent season, maybe in a UK season, but someone had a head in a box. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in a platter, maybe? Well, there it was, was pork chop on a platter. There was that. Oh, maybe that's what it we're thinking been that. Of. But I feel like there was another queen who was like, oh, I'm just a head. I'm not going to have, have anything to do. But Mary's, maybe this is where you solve the mystery for us. They will, they will solve yeah. it. Solve, us, uh, solve it. They're very good. Um, and I just wanted to bring out the quote 
There was no way I was putting your lipstick near my titty. Oh, I love that. I love when they put. I love when they talk about like putting that lipstick in my bra titty or putting it in my titty. Mm-hmm. Like just all of that, yeah. all of the idea that it involves putting a lipstick in my titty. I just. Oh my god, she's so femme. I love it. Yeah. She's so femme. Okay, she's so femme. Uh, get down there. Uh, yeah, bitch. You know I live. Um, that's I. I, I know. I will take that away. That, from yeah. This season, that's yeah. Sure. That and the overall adjustment. You know, have. Are, I love that we got to see it in the recap as well. Yes. Um, we also should talk about the walkthroughs with Rue. I didn't find them that interesting, except for obviously when she spoke with Trinity. Um, I think this is something. Kind of to parse out to kind of understand what she's talking about here. I think just um, for you know, just for the visual, just so people know, while this is happening, Rue, of course, is wearing a brooch on a scarf over a turtleneck in a suit. I mean, I just want to put that like faggy lens. It's a brooch uh-huh. on the scarf over a turtleneck within a suit. Mm. Wear a suit with a scarf and a brooch. Wear a brooch. <laughs> Uh, on a scarf over a turtleneck in y- a suit. Yeah. yeah, I guess the wear a suit is just the abbreviation. Well, it's a hat on a hat, and I feel like that's very RuPaul, you know. Yeah. But it's even more than a hat on a hat on a hat now. You know? Yeah, it's a brooch on a scarf on a turtleneck in a suit. Yeah. Oh God, I love that rhythm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of, um, what did she say to Trinity? It was like it was very rhythmic. Um, that that is. Uh, that sounds like very <laughs> very <tender>. odd. <laughs> yes. Very tender. Very tender. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yes. Um, I. So she says, she's like, you know, in a song, people don't like to be preached at. It's the fact that you're saying you need to know your status, get tested to your thing. You know, if you said, I'm living life and I'm loving, I know my status and it's beautiful. I'm like, all right, you points for trying, RuPaul. Uh, nothing rhymed. Sure. Um, but, but what did you think about this advice? I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. I... I'm, I do feel like there'd be kind of like the hair trigger of like, you know, it is this ironic coming from RuPaul who loves to preach, right. you know? I wondered. Yes, I there wondered. Is a, Everybody say love. Right. Yeah. There is a little bit of like, you know, she says from the pulpit, you know? Uh, right. But I think in general, it is really good advice is that people don't want to be preached to, especially about issues like that. I mean, I think we're kind of seeing that happen right now with vaccines. So... Mm. I think in that lens, it actually really was more relevant than I think RuPaul even knew when he was saying it at the time. So I do agree, but sure. part of it is probably because it's like very relevant today. Yeah, you know, just the idea for me, I this uh, advice spoke to me because the idea is that when someone sings along with those words, right? Because everybody sung along with um, uh, "bag of chips," right? Bag of chips is stunning. Mm-hmm. Bag of chips is class, right? When someone sings along, the words then become theirs. So the empowering self-talk of the singer becomes the self-talk of the listener. And to to have that kind of happen after, right, With uh, almost like unintentional, like mm-hmm. hidden curriculum type of thing, I think is so much more powerful for the person singing, you know, the, the, the listener who then starts singing along, to hear those words coming out of their mouth, I think is more powerful than you need to do this, you need to do that, if they were the ones singing. Did I just make sense there? Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, I think there's something, you could equate that to like 
the power of drag, the power of music is like all of a sudden you are the thing that you're singing, mm. you know? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. So yeah. And, um, I just love songs that, that do that, that I like it when I hear it. And then when I sing it, that's when I get like a little teary eyed and it's like, Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think Taylor Swift Etc. have made a career on this. You know, I mean, that's what breakup songs are all about. That's what love songs oh, are sure. all about. It's yeah. all about, can, I think of, can you say it for me, you know? Right. Oh, that's so well said, Colin. Be, can you say it for me? I The first song that I thought of as we were having this discussion is Because of You by Kelly Clarkson. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, and then I think Reba did that duet with her and it just took on a whole other meaning. So singing it both ways. Oh, my God. Like the power of that when you sing it. Oh, I, since you've been gone. Yeah, it, it lifts you up. And it's not and that wasn't, you know, maybe that was the intention. But it, the intention wasn't like you're going to learn something from this song, mm-hmm. which I don't like that type of music. Yeah, I I don't either. And I also I think especially on this issue, it's like there's. It's a lot to then take on of like, well, you need to know your status and you need to get tested and and you need to be healthy. And it's like, okay, what, what do you have? If you have any tips, let me know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like send my way, send my way, Trinity. So like there is a bit of that too, of like you, you don't want the song to like, then also all of a sudden feel like a laundry list, you know? Right. And clearly the advice helped, you know, like her, the, the way her lyrics came out, God, I mean, uh, gowns to the floor, you know? Yeah, um, even in the... Check it. And let me take a second to see how this goes. Yeah, right? when they were even recording with Leland and Freddie, like, you could see Trinity taking the notes in the moment and modifying mm. and and not mm-hmm. getting caught up about it. Like, okay, got it. That's what you're looking for. And I think that, you know, we saw that with Drag Race España with Killer Queen. That was her big feedback was, like, you took criticism really well and you responded to it. And we saw that with Crystal in season... 12 I guess whatever season that was uh where yeah there's some queens where it's like they take the they take the note and then they you know incorporate it and I think Trinity does that really well this season yeah totally um with uh, speaking of Leland and Freddie I just love that they're kind of marketing Freddie this episode yeah uh because you know I say Leland and Stitch uh and you know, now it's like, oh, okay, Freddie got fingered, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Which I, there's this whole little joke now. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I uh, I guess they were like, you know, we're tired of the Freddie erasure. We've been listening mm. to All Right, Mary. And right. so, obviously, you know, um, it's obviously the influence, you know. Yeah. So now we're just going to do the Freddie. Do the Freddie. Oh, do you know that I, reference? Yes, from, from uh, uh, Beverly Hills. Saving Beverly Hills. True Beverly Hills. True Beverly Hills. It's like the uh, Shelly Neffler. Yeah. Yeah. She cries because, you know, Freddie. Oh. Um, Mary, let's let's talk about Show of Queen. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Yes, I am ready. I am very much. You are ready. I am ready, as they say. So we spent some time talking about Jan. I think it's kind of bullshit that Jan wasn't allowed to sing. Again, Jan's edit has been cruel. Um, and I, you know, well, I, I... Grandma Sport uh, will speak for you both, I'm sure, when she writes the letter. <laughs> there you go. That's correct. I did love that little nuance there. That like, oh, yeah, her grandma loves her. Um, Pandora's verse, we spoke about it. Now, Trinity, Mary, I'm sorry. Before we talk about Raja... We have to talk about this background dancing. Trinity stole every shot that she was in. 
Oh, in the in the final performance. I mean, yeah, it was what RuPaul said very much resonated. You could tell it was her choreography also in watching her do it. It was like, oh, this choreography is in your bones the most, you know? Totally. And what's interesting is I think we had a discussion on uh, Drag Race Down Under about how sometimes that critique is damning. Well, yeah, right? With right? Electroshock. Right? Like, there is also that, too, of, like, they could have been like, oh, man, you really were... I mean, God, if they were like, well, Trinity, you were really out dancing Pandora and it hurt the overall... <laughs> You know, at that point, I would have then. Then it would have Turn been over. Up. Yep. Yeah. Then I would have been. You know what? I think I'm done with Drag Race. I've had enough of this show. Well, it was bullshit with Electra Shock, and it would have been bullshit here um, because, yeah, that w- it was clearly Trinity's uh, movements. But then, even the movements that I don't think were hers, like. When they, because they didn't show them choreographing everybody, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So that was clearly somebody that came in, uh, perhaps. Um, but Trinity stole every shot. It was on par with the legography in uh, Breakup. By there her. was, yeah, there was that sort of circle move that she was doing that mm. I felt like was very similar. It was very thigh forward, which I, I always appreciate. Yes. Uh, I also I liked the idea within the song. Of before each queen starts, there's kind of I don't know what the effect is, but it sounds like they're on the radio when they're when and like Trinity's was my oh, favorite yeah. one, uh huh. And like Trinity's like, all right, child, I guess it's my turn. I love that. It was very Baby Peach on a bike. Okay, you know, like it was very that. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. It was very here we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With TKB, she, I thought also what helped her is that hair because mm. the hair had this bounce that kind of like did the backbeat to her hips and her arms and and her head for that matter. It was so good. She looked stunning. And I, I just love watching them all groove in the background. There was this one part, just before we talk about some of the other verses, one of my favorite little nuances from this, and maybe you picked up on this, um, after Trinity's verse and, uh, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was Trinity's verse, um, Ginger lip syncs ooh no matter what at Kylie and or maybe it was after Kylie's verse and there's something about Ginger's face when she did that I just found so much joy oh I didn't see that oh I love that normally I don't like when the chorus interacts with each other you know see a musical see a town gathering um, and people turning to each other and going Oh, did you see? Oh my goodness! Uh, but I love it. Well, they were clearly like having a like one of those girl group moments. Yeah, like, this is different. This is like yeah. having this is supporting characters having a moment. This is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was uh, anyway. I I love that moment. The background movement I thought was, I don't know. I just I loved the color of it uh, in the overall stage picture. Um, I love the dancing. I thought this is a really good challenge. We were all dancing in the bar. Um, it was a good song. It's a great song. Also, just the chorus. The I thought all that because that was also it was that same singer from American Idol. I'm forgetting her name. Von Von something. Von Vonzel. Vonzel. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought the Leland is. I think he produces great music for Drag Race. Yeah. Oh, this is. A- and Freddie. At least, at least that I know of. Yeah, and Freddie. This is like the third one um, that, uh, you know, just hits. Yeah. It hits. Yeah, just really like catchy, you know, unlike the acting challenges where it's like, 
oh my God, can like, can we get a script here? You know, I, I feel like we're, when it comes to the musical challenge or the, the music challenges, I feel like they, they get really good producers and I don't know why they're able to get great producers for the songs, but not for the acting challenges, but uh, that's probably rules. I don't understand. Who knows? Uh, I mean, they are going to sell it. They're not going to sell There's the that. That's acting very challenges. true. They are technically producing I, a song that they're going to sell. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this is no earworm like Bing Bang Bong. No. I don't think it. people are going to be like, show up, show up. They're not going to be doing that, you know. Um, yeah. Ooh, I'm a show up queen. Like, it's fine but uh, and good, but it's not Bing Bang Bong because, I don't know, I have so many thoughts on Bing Bang Bong and why that melody works. Ugh. Um, it, yeah, they they can't all be yeah. bing bang bong. I think that then that would kind of lose its impact, you know. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. Um. So, okay, the TKB's verse. Let me introduce myself. I'm TKB. I'm a bad mamma jamma oh, from the south. A mamma jamma. I love a mamma jamma. <laughs> yeah, mamma jamma. Uh, started from the bottom. Now I'm in the lead. If I blink, I'm gonna end up with the crown. I feel like when RuPaul is talking about. It was very rhythmic. This is an interesting rhythm, right? It was a change of pace from what might have been expected. Um, the, that little stanza. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I, 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 I've overcome depression. I'm living in my truth. If I can make it, ha- uh, if it can happen for me, well, it can happen for you. I'm a lead. I'm a fight. I'm a speak up for what's white, right. Positivity is fierce when you know your status, right? The play on positivity yeah. is brilliant very very smart that was the way to do it like that was i feel like trindy not only like took the note then she like made origami with it you know what i mean like she really like it's like oh okay i got what you're saying and i'm also gonna then do this yeah right something that i don't think rupaul could do no i mean just ask carmen ferrala when it comes to lyrics (gasps) oh right right yes carmen knows carmen knows um so eureka's verse i also uh, speaking of your like over the intercom kind of sound effect, oh, sh- like Eureka oh. loud 500 pounds Ed proud I loved it laugh. it was like <laughs> finally some spoken word on this show like it was so <laughs> I really sat up when that happened yeah oh this is modern dance oh, this is modern dance um, <laughs> oh, there's a handwritten note in <laughs> here like poetry. Yeah. there's a handwritten note in here um, Eureka loud 500 pounds proud I did love the you know her entrance down the walkway mm-hmm. or down the stairs. It was great. More than my size or the standard of beauty. This, to, um, I don't know how familiar you are familiar you are with Lil' Kim, but this is very like, um, I met a man in Japan and a dude in Tahiti. No need to be greedy. I got enough to feed the needy. Like, it's that same uh-huh. kind of um, yeah, cadence. I could see that. So, yeah. And this this was great. Like, more than my size or the standard of beauty. Uh, took me 30 years just to know that I'm worthy. Haters stop and say she's polarizing, but baby, I wake up and started realizing. And here's where I'm like, Eureka, you shined. Growth is the word. No need to panic. Equal rights and self-love is the true pandemic. It's like... yeah. Oh, and it's oh, and it's relevant. It's topical, you know. And she ended on potato shoes, like that's oh oh, that's Mary, how you bring it, it home. You ended on potato shoes, yeah. yes. like that was yes. where. Because I think that like that was almost similar to the note about like don't get preachy. Like it's a similar thing to don't be don't preach. You know, don't be preachy, don't be preachy, as someone might say. <laughs> um, Pangina might say, don't be preachy, don't be preachy. Uh, mm. I think there's also like the power of like making people laugh, you know, and like how disarming that is. And, and that it can be kind of 
retroactively disarming in the way where it's like, okay, everything Eureka just said was kind of serious. Now that she's made me laugh, I'm more like, well, what was that thing she said? You know what I mean? Like now right. I'm more on As her side. To, ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm right. I'm just kind of like, ugh, next. <laughs> When that happens. I'm going to have to say next. Yeah. I'm going to have to say next. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. Um, Ginger, I got to say, I, yes, I loved her lyrics, but what I, I remember the most is the nuance of how she moved the hair from in front of her face as if she's just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Just the ease of her performing is so fantastic. Her face is fantastic. She is just this expert performer it's i just love how easy it is with her well you know i was thinking with her because i agree i think she's a she's such a great entertainer it's just more so than i had realized from seeing her on the show in the past but you know i'm sure you've seen on social media that nina west is now going to be in a production of hairspray as edna turnblad Uh, and i just think like if they want to do ginger minge tuesdays I think that Ginger would also be amazing in that role or some kind of musical role. Like she has that, mm. she has that energy and that vibe that like there's those little nuances that make her an interesting performer. Mary, let's just pause for a moment. Cause you mentioned Nina West three. I can count three drag race Queens involved in Broadway, right? Peppermint being, I think the first, if I'm wrong. Oh, four. Bianca Del Rio on the West End yep. uh, in Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Uh, and then you have Peppermint in Head Over Heels. Yep. You have Nina West. Um, and then who was the fourth one? Or Oh, man, I just lost it. It was a queen. Uh, oh, Davina DeCampo. Davina oh, DeCampo in Chicago. in Chicago, right. I mean, are we counting Todrick and Kinky Boots? <laughs> Todrick wasn't a, com- a, con- a-, a competitor. I know, but you know, he was he was related. I'm just naming it as the only other. Well, then Michelle Visage. Michelle you know, Visage. About yeah, Jamie. sure, Jamie. sure. These are just yeah. relevant examples. Sure, but I hear what you're sure. saying. Yeah. yeah, no, relevant examples. Yes. Um, are, is there any other queen that is now Broadway or national tour level Broadway or West End? First, you know, the only thing I can think of is, and I know this isn't the same, so I know this is just you know similar, but I think in the Mean Girls musical, the Damien character wears a shirt with Alyssa Edwards on it. So oh, I think okay. it's worth something that, you know, technically, you know, Alyssa was on Broadway. You know, that costumer was like topical humor. Topical humor. Yes. This is what he would like. I, I, <laughs> of course he would like her. I can't yeah. think of, I can't think of anybody else, but uh, Mary's Who Are We Forgetting? Of, of drag race queens who have been in big productions, you know, Broadway or similar, West End, you right. know, blah, 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 right. something on, in, on the West Coast. You know, not talking about like a, you know, a Peaches Christ show, which is great, but that's like a whole other world of theater. Oh, um, you know who I'm remembering? You know. Bob the Drag Queen was in Angels That's right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Must not forget. No. That. Yeah. So... Uh yeah, and I'm, I'm open to more. I think it's great. You know, I think sure, I'm all for it. I think if Rose goes on Broadway, it's not going to be as Rose. It's going to be as Ross. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah. There's really I'm no. Just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe that's <laughs> fine. Maybe that would be mm-hmm. you know where there's like a script and a director. Yeah, a character. <laughs> uh, a character. Yeah. Uh, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Jan, uh, 
I think Jan is more pop. I don't know if Jan is going to do Broadway, um, but I know she would. She wouldn't mind it. She could do, do it. Do you think she you would know? do that show Six? Isn't that kind of like a pop musical about Henry VIII's wives? Oh yeah, yeah. She she might have the range. Yeah. Uh, what's What's great about Six though, Mary, is that it is just like all female. Yeah. Um, and I think it would defeat the the purpose to cast. A cis male in drag, like part of the power is that it's all females. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, you yeah. I could see a version of it where it's like, okay, just for shits and giggles, what if we cast a bunch of drag queens? You know? Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Like, sure. what if we had fun yes. with it for a night? Yeah. Right. I I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. So uh, Kylie's verse was good. She looked good. It's just I just think that Eureka and TKB. Uh, really shined. I loved how Raja moved. I thought Raja was also very strong in this challenge. I just love how she moved. She, I mean, because it started with Jan and Pandora, it was really once Raja started that I think everybody sat up, including RuPaul. It was like, ah, oh, yeah. here we go. Because it was right. tough having Jan kind of miss the mark and then Pandora kind of fall flat. I think Raja had a, bit, a tough job. Like, she had to pick up the slack immediately. Mm, tough. Yeah. Yeah, you wonder like what they were thinking in the in the rehearsal, you know. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they didn't maybe maybe they, they thought it was all great. Who knows? Who knows? Um yeah, who knows. So this runway, um first of all Zaldi, yes, love Zaldi. Why not have Zaldi on more often? I felt it reminded me I of know. like having Anna Loking on. Like why not have a fashion expert on the runway? Well, it's funny because Carson is the fashion expert and I'm kind of like Carson's great. But let's have Zaldi on. Yeah, I just, to me, I, I'm i sure Carson knows way more about fashion than I do, but there's something about like having a designer who I, like I think there's a big difference between the way that Zaldi or Anna Loken could talk about a look than I've heard Ross, or it's not Ross, Carson talk about a look. Uh, Correct. And, you know. Agreed. And there was something, I, there was something about like when Ross was like, well, I talk softly and wear a a loud print. I'm like, you're wearing a black jacket. So wrong. Notice that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was part of the joke. Though. I don't you know. know. That was yeah. Well, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, Leah Remini. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I well, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not have Leah okay. Remini back? I mean, <laughs> that would be such a gift to see Michelle and Leah uh, on, the, on the panel again. Yeah, just hosting. Yeah, hosting together. Yeah, you know, taking over for a season or something. Uh, um, no, but but Zaldi certainly has a place on this panel. Um, not to not to knock Carson. I just I I was more compelled when Zaldi was like. Oh, my God, you know, I, I like this matchy-matchy thing. Uh, and then, you know, complimenting Raja on, you know, just, like, showing skin. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was just more nuanced kind of ideas. I agree. I thought there was a there was a real expertise. I love Zaldi's voice. I If Zaldi mm. wants to, like, read me bedtime stories I'm, and bring the, oil, the oiled chest, please. Uh, I also, oh, I like, know. I don't know if you noticed that sometimes when Zaldi would talk and uh, – and, I don't know if Zaldi's he or they. I'm going to say they. Like when Zaldi would shake their head, there was like their their ponytail would swing behind them. And I love when someone's <laughs> ponytail swings behind them when they talk. <laughs> Candy Muse. Not Candy Muse. Candy Ho uh, has a very oh, active ponytail. Oh, Candy Ho has that. Yeah. You're absolutely it's right. Very active oh, ponytail. I love that about Candy. Yeah. Yes, active ponytail. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> Sorry, the, active ponytails of Drag Race. Just going to put it out there. <laughs> the, the feedback that he that they gave to ginger i thought was fair just kind of like well it kind of swallowed you a little bit yeah but it was 
it was from this place of I don't know sobriety in the sense of like well no I know what I'm talking about right because mm -hmm. I I design yeah um you know I I just have to praise Trinity again like th the way she came out she turned and revealed that it wasn't just a bathing suit I think like when you say hot tropics you either come out in a caftan or a bathing suit and for Trinity to be like oh no, I'm going to just go 8,000%. Just It just solidified for me that Trinity understands where she is. It was like going beyond resort wear, which I think was kind of the, right. the instinct. There was, have you ever seen, it's kind of a, I guess a meme on social media, but it's that it's that picture or that video of it's a sorority and they open the two front doors and all the girls are like lined up like in a little like, like two rows, one on top of the other, each other, and they're all like waving. Mm -hmm. I know what you're and talking about. And someone says, yep. "Oh, this is what it looks like when you turn a rock over, and there's all these bugs underneath." <laughs> and I kind of had a similar experience with Trinity when she turned around and was like dancing. I was like, "Oh my god, it's like it's like when you turn the rock over, and then there's all these dancing bugs underneath." And that was, but you mean that in the nicest way possible, well, like, right? Gorgeous. Or we're gonna have to fight? Oh, I said it wasn't bad. It was just that was it was the same experience of like it was the same experience of that meme of the door opening and then like the movement and you're like oh here it is and it was the same thing of like Got as it. she turns you're like and she's dancing like it just mm. and there's it was it was great but i just um right like there's it's like blank and then you and turn then it over there's a party yeah, on like, under here. yeah 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 you're like if there's so much but underneath or behind it but um sure sure i'm not mad at some bugs you know bugs on the runway yeah. no but this God, this, if I had another doll, right, another Barbie doll of Trinity K. Bonet, I would love one that looked like this. Mm. I think this is like one of those looks. I mean, granted, I would be happy with any Trinity K. Bonet look. Can I tell you one yeah. that I would love to actually have, and I keep thinking about maybe because we've seen it a few times, but that pastel look she wore in her first lip sync was so beautiful. Oh, the orange Yes, the, it, it wasn't it, like blue and pink. It was it was the one she did against uh, Laganja. Was that the? Oh, I'm thinking of. Oh, oh, are you thinking? Are you talking about? No, you're not talking about what a man. No, I'm talking about. And this you're not season. talking about. I'm talking about this season. Oh, this season up against Laganja, she had like a like a blue and pink pastel jacket on and i think like a bathing suit underneath oh yeah it just was like a beautiful color nice. it was just like the dua lipa one. yeah Ugh. she just looked so good in that and i just uh i don't know i'm not mad at a jacket over a bathing suit done right i mean shake who did it like six times in season nine i know ginger they're saying ginger should have opened it i didn't notice that <laughs> i thought ginger it. looked great it's fine yeah i didn't notice that at all yeah yeah, they were just like looking for things. Um, I, I do have to say, and I'm, I, I've been waiting all episode to say it. I love this quote when they go to Kylie for the critique, and Rue goes, "Bombshell." Oh, God. <laughs> uh. Uh, oh, I'm lightheaded. <laughs> I'm lightheaded. Uh, bombshell. <laughs> and then Rue like looks in the camera and goes, "See, I have no problem. No problem at all with this." <laughs> <laughs> 
totally, totally, totally. I totally see? read that too. Yeah. Yes, I totally read. That. Not that see, she doesn't see, look amazing, see? but there is always that element of like, and I feel like Kylie knows it. And yeah, and it's not that RuPaul doesn't mean it. No, either. I just think just... that like the narrative, whenever RuPaul is on screen with a trans person, they did this with Jiggly. Yep. They did this with Got Mick. Yep. That there is that they are changing the narrative. They they showed Kylie talking about how inspirational RuPaul was to her. You know, like, there is so... I think that's very intentional. Very intentional. Absolutely. I mean, I also love when that happened and there's a shot of RuPaul going... Just, like, looking and you can see, like, the thought bubble is outright books, outright books. What the hell is an outright books? Yes, I do remember that. Outright books. I don't... What it... No, I don't think I've ever... When? Where? And I just... It, yeah, they're right. Because she's like, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. I, but like I RuPaul has a yeah. terrible memory. Yeah. So it's more of that of like, I don't expect RuPaul to remember that. <laughs> you know? No. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, it's funny. But that she pretends. She pretends yeah. to remember. And it's like, but we... Like, you know from what's the tea. The bitch can't remember anything. She can't remember Michelle's <laughs> daughter's names. You know? Like, it's... There are far more like prescient things that she does not remember, you know? <laughs> totally. Things that she should remember. Yes, perhaps, exactly. In the eyes of her friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously Trinity wins. I I was celebrating. I love I want like a a line drawing or or even a gif of Trinity going, two wins. Oh. Yeah. Well, and I just I, I love there's something about her telling Rue like immediately like that she's going to buy a used car. Like there's oh, there's an element of like, thanks. Like I had my right away. Yeah, I had my eyes on a 2005 Corolla. Thanks, Rue. You know, like it's almost a little like, oh, wow. Five thousand five five K. Yeah, I'm I'm Trinity 10K. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew. Yeah. But, uh, um, no, but then, you know, she had that cute talking head where she's like, well, you don't want a new new car, you know, with payments, you know, get, get you a used car. Yeah, get you a used um, car. Yeah, it's like, get your used car. Yeah. Aunt, used car salesman, Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah. Yes. Aunt Trinity <laughs> at the Christmas party, leaning over the back of the couch with her drink. Oh, and you know, another thing, you, you don't want to get a new car. Just get a, you don't want the payments. You don't want the payments. And you're like, I know, Aunt Trinity. I know. I'm going to go outside now. Well, I can imagine her being like, you know, I have, I have a 1998 Honda, yeah. you know, I, I, it, it's in great condition. You got it. You got to try you it. Take care of it. It takes care of you. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, Trinity is uh, a great salesman. Um, no, it was. You're right. It is very funny that that was like her friend. Oh, I got buy a used car. car. Like of all yeah. the things, like Rue is like it's a five. Not a trip. Tip, not a trip. Yeah. <laughs> not a gown. No, I'm gonna get an old Kia Sorento. Yeah, like I yeah. just love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I do love the idea of Trinity. You know, driving around in her kids. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she yeah. will. Yeah. Um, her drag in the back. You mm-hmm. know, I, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Um, I did. I don't want to say enjoy, but I did appreciate Pandora's crying moment. Um, you know, I felt it was genuine and certainly relatable. Right. This idea, you know, it's hard to talk about myself because I feel like I'm not supposed to just relatable content all around. Um, and it, I felt something. Yeah. These are one of those moments that I call like a for the kids moment where I'm like, oh, good. I feel like there's like a lot of like queer kids who should see somebody talking about this. You know, like mm. this is a or thing. Any, any kid, any, right? yeah, yeah. Or any kid. But there, there's I'm, I'm always kind of thinking about like as kind of a an example of many people of like the queer kid in the middle of nowhere with no, with, you know, no queer friends around. And this is their outlet. You know, I think of that person cause there's a lot of that person. And I think this mm. is what Pandora is saying is probably very relevant for someone like that. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, it was it was a nice moment. I like that they all kind of, you know, they were there for her. Yeah. It was very nice. I think that, you know, I've, I've definitely noticed this throughout the episode, but, you know, Raja has had such a camp counselor energy with Pandora, which is kind of interesting because Pandora is much older than her. But I reckon, <laughs> I think it's very sweet. I think Raja is, it is the definition of making the effort to be nice to people and like, it is effort sometimes, mm. you know, like she is very clearly making the concerted effort. It's, you know, I, you try to not be like sardonic about it and be like, oh, well, she's just trying to redeem herself from season 11. But uh, I do appreciate that she's choosing to be nice and supportive. You know, I'm all for like showing examples of that on television as well. Yeah, I don't think that's fake. I think in season 11, they just, you know, they probably didn't show much of that uh, if there was anything because... She had a story arc, right? Yeah, we are um, seeing so much of a different story arc this season for Raja. I yeah, think yeah. I'm almost the, the top point of three story arc. Yeah, I'm like, girl, yeah. like in my mind, you're redeemed. I don't even remember you being mean. You're fine, you know? Right, right. Um I was happy to see Alexis Mateo as Mrs. Mateo, like always. Um, I do have to say, I Trinity's wig, it was it was just disappointing. You know, it was just like a deflation it was and and obviously you know i love a full face and no wig i mean this was i know yeah. like i i wish she could have won it yeah. right she could have i almost it, but it looked so much like a mistake it, it was yeah i almost wish that she had just kind of done full face and no wig and kind of contoured up to that because it didn't it it didn't look mm. intentional if she came out looking like that i think sure um it reminds me of that untucked in season nine when peppermint when when she took our, her wig off and was full face in oh, a wig yeah. and it was the same color hair and I was like ah with those earrings look at you mm-hmm. don't change a oh, thing oh that was don't change a that's thing. my Absolutely. favorite look on a queen stay, stay on one ten yeah yes. stay on one ten like have you know your short little hair your big earrings your full face mm. so I mean mm. and I love that Trinity on on social media she's like I don't care at all that the wig came off I still look good I was like yeah exactly yeah who cares so what. Um, and anyway, yeah, so what? Trinity was never going to win this lip sync because they had to have this moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know. I know. That's the other thing that bugs me because I'm like, damn it. Trinity, sh- give her a chance to give her another take. I know. You know. Maybe she'll have one more, you know? I don't know if Trinity's going to get another win now, Mary. That would be too much. I, you never there's know. There's not that many episodes left. You know, I keep thinking about that because there's also a game within a game, apparently. We're down to six people, and they're talking about a top four. When are we going to play this game? I think it's going to go snatch game, right? So then they'll be down to top five. Mm -hmm. And then... And then then they'll do a top five challenge, maybe a makeover, and then somebody will go home, and that's when it'll happen. So there will be a top four... Oops, not top four. We're adding another queen back to be top five again. Ugh. That's what I think is going to happen. Ugh. You know, it's. I just. I know that they did something similar with All Stars three in terms of bringing back Morgan. To me, it just. It never, except for like Drag Race Thailand, bringing a queen back has never really. It's always just felt like an unnecessary hiccup. You know, it's like when you're watching a movie and then suddenly there's a flashback. You're like, oh god, like come on. Yes, and. If you get to see how they came back, which is what I, you know, no spoilers here, but if you get to see how they came back, like on a Survivor or something like that, you know, I I think then 
you're kind of like, oh, okay, you fought back. And it works. I get that. I think it's it's also just that element of like there have been so many challenges that when we would talk about like Silky even coming back, it's like there's so many challenges you're going to miss and then you're going to come back. Like I just I'm one of those people that feels like if you 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 can only miss maybe two challenges max, you know? Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Which is interesting because like on Drag Race Thailand, Candy missed a significant number of challenges. All right, got right to the end. Yeah, yeah. So, spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. Well, at this point, um, you know, if you've been listening to All Right, Mary, and you don't know what happened on Drag Race Thailand, right? That's on you. Wow, yeah. yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Um. Yeah, Mary. I. I. In terms of when, the game within the game is going to re- be revealed, I think we have, not. I don't think it's going to be, next week. No, um, I, I think it, we're going to wait two more. I think we're still yeah. certainly going to get a full Snatch Game episode. Yeah, but. It does feel like I feel like for people who don't know the twist, and granted, we assume we know the twist. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming it, yeah. it must be getting to a point of like, oh, for God's sake, just tell us. Like, mm-hmm. I know that other seasons, I think like All Stars two, even or All Stars three, had the Handmaid's Tale. Like, I don't know why that didn't feel as. Um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe because we. I don't know why. Why did that not feel? As dragged out. I think it's because we know the twist, Mary. I think it's because we know the maybe, twist. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. I think that's all it is. You know, we know what it is. It's it is yeah. a, it is a, it's a big twist. It's a PSA for spoilers. Is as much as we want to know what's going to happen. This is all a lot more fun when you don't know what's going to happen, or you don't notice it until it's revealed. Sure. And you're like, wow. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that yeah. that's very true. Like when you're, if you already know who's going to win a season, the excitement of like, oh wow, because like when you start a season, you might like. Drag Race España, you know, I don't want to, I won't spoil it, but one of the top three queens, you know, if you told me she was in the top three on episode one or two, I would have been like, really? How did that happen? Right. So it's not as exciting when it happens, but if I knew the whole time, it's not the whole time. It's different, you know? Yeah. When you know the spoilers, like, like for instance, this episode, if you knew who went home, right? I don't know if it would be as exciting. Right. I mean, what's funny, I think one of our, our Marys pointed out that in the in the recap, uh, they actually basically give us the hint because they show Jan like they show they show everyone saying, Oh wow, a tie, and then Jan saying, like, really blows my mind. You know, like they basically give us oh. a hint in the recap that there's gonna be a tie and Jan's gonna have oh, half the vote. Wow. Oh, that's editing. So yeah. Oh my goodness. One of our Marys caught that, and I was like, "That is spot on." I should because that's such a little nuance that I feel like I should. It's worth not just saying one of our Marys, but which Mary. And I feel like I'm going to say the wrong name. Which well, listen. While you're looking that up, I do want to give a shout out to Sister Mary Sarah who talked about the rhythmic integrity. That's what I'm talking about. Editors. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, it's Sister Mary Sarah. It's Sister Mary Sarah. Yeah. So, uh, and the rhythmic integrity is. Um, you know, previously on All Stars, and you hear that bum 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 right? That bum 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 right? And then you hear Jan say, "I have half the vote," and it's the it echoes the same rhythm as the music. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah, yeah. Um, maybe that's what yeah. she was calling out, and I just noticed that they also told us what was going to happen that episode. So <laughs> that beat was very important. Maybe I read that email wrong, but I went back and watched that. It was like, oh, they literally are going to tell us what's going to happen. You know. I have half the vote. Yep. They, and they, they did it to the rhythm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, 
I love that. That's a new. I don't even. I didn't even hear that nuance. Wow. God, it's some of our Marys. Rhythm is a dancer. Yeah. Rhythm is a dancer. Well, yeah. you know. No, I love the Marys that point out these little things because that's how we watch the show. That's what makes the show fun mm-hmm. is when you notice the little things. Sometimes the editors are just doing something real brilliant, or they did it by accident, or they catch a face, they catch mm-hmm. a little moment, like Ginger Minj saying "Ooh, no matter what." To Kylie, ugh. There was a there was a little one of those little human moments. Uh, it was a talking head of Kylie talking about regretting having Ginger and Eureka as as partners doing choreography. And at one point, she's holding like a coffee cup, and she just looks at him and goes, "Oh my god." And it's such a great, like, isolated moment that you could recontextualize. But I just love her because she's, like, saying, what have I done? And then she looks down. Oh, my God. Like, it's so out of context. It could be, like, there's real dairy in this. You know what I mean? Like, there's one of those moments of, like, oh, God, I just drank. There's a handwritten letter. There's a handwritten letter in here. Oh, my God. She opens the coffee cup. There's a handwritten letter in here. Oh, which is if you're not a Matreon, then that makes no sense. But uh, then you're only getting half then you're only the getting story. half the jokes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, Mary's. I have no other thoughts. What are you about you, Colin? Do you have any uh, predictions, BSAs that you want to point out? You know, I think we have to give it to Mrs. Mateo as the BSA. I think when she said, "Oh, hold on, Rue, I have another lipstick," I was like, "Oh, you yes. bitch." Oh. You bitch. you bitch, you savor that. Bitch. You bitch, oh you bitch, savor that. Key your car. Yeah. yeah, I just love you know. Alexis always is a- laugh out loud. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, I got two lipsticks. Yeah. Oh. I always <laughs> underestimate how much she's going to entertain me, and always mm. she's always so much more than I give her credit for, and that was just classic. And then when she left with like, now I got two free lipsticks, you know. <laughs> Totally. And she was living her life during that J-Lo song. She, I, uh, I love her face when she sings. She's having a good time. You know, you know? When, when she came out in that gown, I was like, you brought a knife to a gunfight. What are we doing here? <laughs> and then she slinked out. And just when as soon as she started dancing, I just started laughing. I was like, of course. Like, of yeah, course you're going right, to do right. that. And that way that she dances, that like... That you know those arms and those legs. I can't. I can't do that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If my life depended on it, I'd be like, just put me out of my misery. You'd be Pandoraing it out of there. Absolutely, it just would not happen. I just love that when that happened, and not for nothing, but TKB was dancing her heart out in that lip sync at moments. Oh, I know. It's just worth. I know. Forget the wig loss. Like the bitch was dancing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and it's interesting because I think about. I want to go back to Pandora for just a second because I know I've been kind of harsh on Pandora, but what this challenge loss, so to speak, kind of highlighted, especially when Jan was talking and it was kind of her argument to stay, like, I want to be at the end with you. I can do the end. Pandora can't do those things. Mm. It's very interesting when you think about Drag Race, right? Because it's like, what does Pandora have to do now? Like, I don't do this. Imagine if Pandora had to lip sync to this song. Dance again. Yeah. You know, let's say she won for some reason, right? And so it just goes to show you that we might be harsh on Pandora, but it's just this show. It doesn't say anything. And I think the queens even say this. It doesn't mean anything about what they can do outside of the show, which is why it's also funny to me that Jan wasn't able to sing and that Pandora didn't do stand-up in the first challenge and that, you know, that there's things that Pandora should be able to shine doing that you just can't with this box. And that's just the name of the game. Certainly. I mean, I think that's always, you know, 
it, it's just what we're seeing in the show. It's not indicative of what they could be doing off the show. And oftentimes that becomes the challenge is like, oh, I know what you can do. So why is this happening? Right. Right. Yes. So anyway, yeah. uh, you know, I, I will uh, we'll see what happens with Jan and the game within the game. We'll see if we see Jan again sometime. Um, you know, I, it, what, I think Jan has an interesting I think I mentioned this on maybe an Only Mary's episode, but Jan is the only season 12 girl who gets to go on tour that's a relevant tour again. Yep. I mean, she she certainly maybe didn't win All-Stars 6, but she definitely, you know, she got what she needed to get from the season, which include which is relevance and yeah, and a tour. I mean, a booking that's fee. the long yep. game. You know, fuck the fuck the $5,000 $10,000 tips from lip syncs. Like make that on the road. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think it was Britta or maybe it was Aiden or somebody on, on Twitter was like, hey, let's have a season 12 tour. Let's make this happen. And it's like, yeah, they didn't get a tour. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, it, it, man, we talked about the assassination of season 12 before and it's worth noting again. Right. And Jan is an example. Like Jan is making out pretty good. Right. By by being relevant. And so as much as I'm sad to see Jan go and I think Jan got a bad edit at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter um, because Jan is going to reap the benefits of being relevant to her fans that will come to her shows. Yeah. And she and Rosé can kind of, you know, elevate each other being, you know, similar performers and. Rosé is probably obviously dipping a bit in relevance from where she was a few months ago, but there's also that right. element too of like this was this was a smart move for Jan. She didn't need to win All-Star 6. None of them really do. Right. And I think that's why Jan is going to be okay, why the grandmother writing the letter is okay, and it's like all right. And I think Jan was a good sport, no pun intended, wah, wah. about everything. Yeah. Well, and and I think there's also the element of like even if you were feeling a certain way about it, uh, you know, you got to produce a little bit. You know, like her, yeah. her, you know, uh, her persona, what people know her for is being positive, being 110%, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I, I think to then be really? like, I'm, you know, fuck my edit. This is ridiculous. It's like, well, now you've probably hurt your relationship with World <laughs> of Wonder and you've hurt, right. you know what I mean? Like, you, She's smart. She's smarter than that. Yeah. Unlike another queen on the season. Exactly. You know, I will say, again with Pandora, I am, I'm, I, I, as much as I was ready for Pandora to go home, knowing that Snatch Game is next, I'm like, okay, let's dig into this. Let's do this. Okay, good. I'm glad Pandora is staying over Jan. I want to see Pandora in Snatch Game more than I want to see Jan in Snatch Game, certainly. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. For for rooting for a queen like Pandora, who we know, you know, is kind of getting the short end of the stick here. Yeah. And I feel like for Pandora, if she finally wins Snatch Game and then goes home, that's all that's all Pandora needs. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if she made it to the top four, but I also would be I'm more expecting Raja. I would be shocked if Pandora made it to the top four. Yeah. I think I'm it would say that now. it would be given what they probably have to do in the top four, it would be kind of a waste, you know? Um Right, right. You'd rather have like a Eureka or a Trinity in that spot. Yeah. I mean my expectation is like Ginger, Kylie, Trinity, and either Raja or Eureka, or maybe one of the returning girls will be in that fourth spot. Oh, that's true. It, they could bring back Scarlet. They could bring right? back Scarlet, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, who would they... Because it's like, I don't know. Silky. Silky is the only one I can see winning some of these lip syncs, right? Like, well... Silky, and then who went home after Scar? Oh, Akira. Akira. No, maybe they'll bring Akira back. I. That's what. That's what could happen. And because she hasn't missed too many challenges, like. Right. It, yeah, I could, and she. Yeah, I. I could definitely see that. Um, yeah, we'll see. But. All right, Mares. All right, Mare. Uh, well, BS. So you said BSA is Mrs. Mateo. Mrs. Mateo. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I I could also see it being um, uh. Uh, Pandora with the crying moment. Sure, sure. I think she was certainly. We'll give her a globe. You know, we'll give her a golden globe for that. <laughs> give her a golden globe doesn't count. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Billy. Um, well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this episode of Drag Race, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com/slash All Right Mary. You can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And you can hear more of me on my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including what's becoming a podcast favorite, some Drag Race Brackets. Uh, currently mm. by heading over to patreon.com slash all right mary all right mary yeah we did a uh, best supporting actress uh or what's it bsa it was bsa for the mary mailbag episode yes. which was also really fun mary mailbag yeah right we did bsa uh bracket and we're, next we're actually we're gonna resist the urge to do a pizza queen bracket right away uh, we're going to do a winner's bracket. Uh, so all of the winners from all of the franchises plus Dragula, and then there's one wild card spot. Um, and we're going to... Oh. Uh, that was not my cat. That was somebody outside my door. Uh-oh. I hope everything is okay. Oh. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, anyway. Screw them. Maybe They've been terrible can, neighbors. You can, yeah. You can edit, edit this out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to just kind of put them all in a bracket at random um, or seated and then, uh, you know, have them duke it out. Yeah, and, and don't worry. We have gotten the calls. We've received the voicemails for the Pizza Queen bracket. That's going to happen. We're just tickling yes. your balls a little, you know. <laughs> I'm twisting your tits. Twisting here. your tits a little bit. I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of bombshell. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> peppy, peppy, peppy. Yeah. So, Mary, um, tell us what the last chance lip sync is. I, I like this. I love this song. I, I feel like this parallel is just a little dark, but whatever. I, I'm leading into it, and I'm like, all right, go for it. Mary's, if you knew. That we had to go through to get to this point before we hit record. And, you know, I get it. It's a journey, much like the movie Dancer in the Dark, uh, which was also a trial, but indeed was very much an inspiration of what Jan went through. And uh, I think it's only appropriate that we choose the song this week in the musicals from the movie Dancer in the Dark, sung by Bjork. And of course, there's a little guest spot from Joel Gray yeah. in the movie mm -hmm. uh, to send us out this week because uh, 
Well, Jan, <laughs> I think it's all very I think it's all very obvious at this point why we're choosing this, but <laughs> but I understand that this is more so my choice than yours. <laughs> musicals, you know, and she loves musicals and you know, it's kind of about uh, delusion a little bit, but also oh, there's always someone there to catch me. And, you know, it's the grandmother that's there to catch her, if not the game within the game. Um, but yeah, no, Jan is going home. Uh, we love Jan. You know, say what you want about Jan. I, you know, uh, I think she's super talented. Go see her live. You'll understand. Yeah. Well, in honor of the, the season directed by Lars von Trier that she just went through, here is In the Musicals by Bjork. Bye, Marys. We'll see you soon. Tatines. teens